What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Realist Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues, real fucking opinions. And I'm Checkers, and over there, as always, is MJ. What's going on, everybody? Listen on YouTube, Rumble, and your favorite podcast directory. All right, today's Friday, and we're doing another Realist Weekly wrap-up. Been a Been an interesting week. A lot of COVID information out there coming out still. So if you guys haven't seen that shit, we got it. There's some other shit coming out, but uh, I don't know. So, some some of the little segments we had are getting a little quiet now. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, uh, Bud Light's been kind of falling off, like their sales. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's only so much you can say. There's articles out there, but they just constantly are fucking repeating themselves. So right, they're just trying to keep it relevant. But um, had a lot of interesting conversations um, this week with some listeners, some uh, non-listeners, some people in passing. And um, I don't know, really starting to see that, uh, you know, the opinion we have is the opinion across the, across the nation. Yeah. Um, also, we do have a um, article that was sent in from a listener this week also just like to make that known we we will be getting to that one um and i don't know uh we i did find a couple articles too that had to do with some of the conversations i was having with people so um and i know uh a few of those people listening to the show so they'll they'll find it interesting that these articles are in the show because you know they were things we were talking about and and, uh kind of concerns they uh had Right. Some of them were kind of more just like Kamala Harris is a fucking idiot, but that's a you given. Know, I I I can't help but to agree. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's been uh it's been interesting. The more you look at these articles, the more you're like, fuck. Are we even going to see 2025 the way we are right now? I mean, we'll probably see it, but it's not going to be I mean, who knows? It's not going to be the way it is. I, I, if, I feel like it's going to be a, if, if this keeps progressing and people don't stand the fuck up and stand up against this bullshit, we're going to be living like that first couple months of COVID when everybody was scared and locked away. That's going to be life. So think about that. That's going to be your life. You're going to be locked in your house. You're not going to be able to go outside, go to the grocery store, do normal things because they're, they're going to restrict gas. They're going to restrict your car. Because it's illegal now. They're going to restrict your food. They're going to restrict your electricity. Everything. Every aspect of this country is going to be stripped away from you unless you stand up and speak out against this shit. We're in the driver's seat in the, with this country. We run this country, but we've let the government hold the gun to our head for way too fucking long. And, and another thing is, if you agree with what we're saying, fucking share the show. With, with anybody and everybody, because a lot of people are kind of nervous. Uh, oh, you know, we're, we're the small percent. We're actually not. If you would uh, start talking to people, you'd realize, hey, fucking um, th- this person is pretty like-minded. You know, you could probably share the show with them and get the message out there because, um, you know, we're coming into a time where uh, the message we're trying to convey is, you know, a big deal. Like the whole thing with the mask mandate. Don't put a fucking mask on. Somebody asks you about it, you say fucking no. What are they going to do to you? Yeah. Most of the people that are fucking trying to tell you to put a mask on, 
probably can't even lift a fucking candy bar. Well, no, they can because they're de- they're definitely some fat ass. So, um, yeah, they're doing the fatty curve. But but the thing is, seriously, if you put a mask on now, after everything that's come out, and you go get a fucking booster or a fucking shot with all the information that's out now, I don't feel bad for you. No, it says a lot more about you than it does me. Yep, it says you're a bot. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, seriously, I don't feel bad for you because if you want to walk around fucking with six masks on, a face shield, a fucking uh, nuclear suit, and there's no nothing nuclear going on yet. Right. Um, yet. Well, I mean, if you wear a nuclear <laughs> suit because of COVID, you got bigger issues. And if you're fucking bathing in fucking hand sanitizer, you know, it says a lot more about you yep. because the thing is they're trying to scare the shit out of you, but in real life... Your immune system is going to adapt to whatever is going on. And if it doesn't and you get sick, oh, well, you get sick. It's part of life. Exactly. And you know what? If you die, that's part of life too. That's, all, that's the whole part of this living thing is one day you're going to die. And nobody knows when it's going to be or how it's going to be. And that's just what's going to happen. So you doing all this shit, you're possibly speeding up your own death. Right. Because we've done articles where the masks lead to different uh, forms of cancer or other issues. And then the list goes on with the fucking vaccine. Cardiac arrest, myocarditis, uh, fucking all these heart issues. You know, they're pulling blood clots out of people that are the size of uh, a football field. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but seriously, like if you put a mask on now, you're like, Oh, well, I need to keep my job or I need to do this. Well, fuck you. Okay. You're part of the, you are part of the problem now. Yep. You are part of the problem. And there's enough fucking evidence out there that if somebody tells you to put a mask on and they're trying to convince you with some bullshit, you can come back to them and fucking tell them the real facts. Okay. Yeah. Cause trust me, I I got a doctor's appointment coming up Friday or, uh, this ought to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed me and this new doctor are going to fucking be in an art. That's why I got rid of my old doctor. Trying to push the, the whole fucking appointment last year. Oh, why don't you have the COVID vaccine? Because I don't. Well, why don't, why don't you get it? Because I'm not. Oh, well, you, do, do you want to die? Well, I guess I do. Because you know what? One day I'm going to die. And that, that's how it is. He was shocked when I said that. And what it is, is it like you, me and you had the conversation, they're getting kickbacks for getting people vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of having a normal physical, which in my opinion, I don't even need, need that because, you know, I get the DOT physical, but you have to go to keep your fucking, your spot in line or they kick you out. So, <laughs> but on all reality, probably going to be another, another argument when I go see this new doctor. If he's smart after I say, no, I don't have it, and no, I'm not getting it, he'll move the fuck on. And that's how it should be. Yeah. That's your doctor that your, well, your insurance is paying for, but in a roundabout way you're paying for. Yeah. So. But. That, 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 that'll wrap up our little uh, rant. I mean, it's, it's, it's just you, you look at the shit that's coming out and all the stupidity in the world and, you know, you're just like, fuck. Is MJ going to make it to 65? Oh, it's a five years, so I hope so. I don't know. We might not even make it to 2026. 
All right, I'll get into my first article from the Epic Times. Over 1,600 scientists and professionals signed no climate emergency declaration. International sciences, scientists have jointly signed a declaration dismissing the existence of a climate crisis in, and insisting that carbon dioxide is beneficial to Earth. There's no climate emergency, the Global Climate Intelligence Group said in its World Climate Declaration made public in August. Climate scientists should be less political, while climate policy should be more scientific. Scientists should be openly addressing uncertainties and exaggerations in their predictions of global warming, while politicians should dispassionately count the real costs as well as the imagined benefits of their policy measures. A total of 1,609 scientists and professionals from around the world have signed the declaration, including 321 from the United States. The coalition pointed out that the climate has varied as long as it's existed, with the planet experiencing several cold and warm phases. The Little Ice Age only ended as recently as 1850, they said. So where was the fucking, where's the pollution then? Why did that happen? Why did the massive Ice Age fucking happen? There was no, there was no fucking pollution then. So, you know what I mean? Therefore, there's... Well, you weren't there. Yeah, it was. Oh. The one, the little one from 1850? <laughs> well, you weren't there with the one with the, the, the big one. No. Unless one of your ancestors was there. Yeah, probably. Probably. My father. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, it is no surprise that we are now experiencing a period of warming, the declaration said. Warming is happening far slower than predicted by the International Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Yeah, no shit. Climate models have many shortcomings and are not remotely plausible as policy tools, the coalition said, adding that these models exaggerate the effect of greenhouse gases and ignore the fact that enriching the atmosphere with CO2 is beneficial. For instance, even though climate alarmists characterize CO2 as environmentally damaging, the coalition pointed out that the gas is not a pollutant. And this article goes on. It's actually pretty long. Um, just go check it out. You know, educate yourself on this climate bullshit that, you know, the government's trying to push through and, you know, the the 1% around the world because they want to depopulate the the world like uh, Kamala Harris said in one of her fucking speeches. She meant to say pollution and she said depopulate. So, <laughs> well, you know, dumbasses letting it slip out that they have an agenda going on. Well, in all, in all reality, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much into anything that lady says. No, that's true. Uh, you know, like, uh, like the real president, Donald Trump said, she speaks in cursive, <laughs> meaning she speaks in rhymes. Like everything that comes out of her mouth, it has to, um, not like the words rhyme, but it's in a rhyming uh, cadence. Right, right. Talking about that dumbass. Wow. Harris. Trump can't be spared accountability for Jan January 6th. This is from Newsmax. So you know it's real. No. <laughs> <laughs> Vice pedophile Kamala Harris said... Um, Wednesday that those responsible for the effort to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election and ensuing breach on the U S Capitol 
must be held accountable, even if it means the real president, Donald Trump. Wow. She said that. It's crazy. No, she said former. Um, <laughs> let, the evi- uh, let the evidence, the facts, take it where it may. Harris said in an interview with the Associated Press in Indonesia. <laughs> what? What are you talking about that over in Indonesia for? <laughs> Where she was attending a, re- a regional summit. First of all, let it take you where it may. Okay. So it's going to lead right back to the pedophile that you're working for. Um, federal prosecutors have indicted Trump the front runner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination for his effort to maintain power in 2020. The former president also has been charged in Georgia for efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in the state. And that lady's a moron too. Maybe, maybe they're cousins. I spent the majority of, <laughs> of my career as a prosecutor said Harris probably a horrible one who served as California. There's your sign. There's your sign. (laughs) California's attorney general before moving to Washington as a U.S. Senator. I believe that people should be held accountable under law. And when they break the law, there should be accountability. Oh, really? Because I don't see you saying that about all the criminals being fucking arrested in Chicago or fucking, uh, San Francisco or LA or fucking you name the big city that it, pe- criminals are being arrested in and they're being let out by the fucking prosecutors or, you know, and put back out onto the streets. But you don't see this dumb bitch being like, Hey, you know what? You break the law. There should be accountability. No, you're fucking putting them back out on the streets. Um, the white house has been, uh, been in, in addressing the issue of Trump's criminal charges in order to avoid any uh, of the political meddling in the work of prosecutors. But pedophile Joe Biden and uh, pedophile Harris have been sp- <laughs> spoken about uh, what they view as a danger to American democracy in the aftermath of the 2020 election. So this one's going to go on a little more. Uh, my head already hurts. Uh, reading the quotes from this dumbass, So I'm going to move it on. Uh, but you, if you want to put yourself through the scrutiny of reading more of her quotes, it's on Newsmax. That's okay. And also interesting fact, I was in a, a store over the weekend with my fiance and we were uh, doing a little shopping and she happened to point out on the shelf on discount couple of them because nobody was buying them coffee mugs and on the coffee mug was a quote from your not 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 mine or mj's but you know the morons i voted uh your uh vp harris some stupid quote that didn't even make sense well that makes sense i mean for her, I, I, for, I, for that i don't even know why who what company would even think that's a smart idea the woke company well, they, they, they got to be just as dumb as her. <laughs> I love speaking in cursive. Yeah. All right. My next one is from OAN. Tesla under federal investigation by DOJ. Multinational 
multinational automotive and clean energy company Tesla is facing federal investigation over its mysterious Project 42, which was believed to involve building a glass house for CEO Elon Musk. Oh, wow. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, really? They get, they get investigated because they want he wants to build a glass house? <laughs> okay. That's against the law. You need walls. Federal prosecutors disclosed on Wednesday that they are looking into Tesla's 42, uh, Project 42 to see whether funds were being used for Musk's personal benefit, and if not, what the money was actually being used for. Because they need to fucking know. We need to know what that money's for. You can't just use your own money for anything. According to reports in July, the project described plans to build a glass house uh, building near Tesla's Gigafactory in Austin, Texas, and was inter- internally rumored to be a residence for the Tesla CEO. The blueprint at, uh, appeared to be a dramatic glass-walled building with design concepts showing various forms and special features, including residential amenities such as bedrooms. The project came under an examination within the last year when an order for a unique type of glass was placed as part of the building planning activities. According to press reports, the internal investigation into the border into the order had targeted Omied Afshar, an executive running Tesla's Texas manufacturing. The Republican released, I mean, the publication released on Wednesday reported that federal prosecutors were looking for more information related to internal communications with Afshar, who was said to be involved in purchasing the construction materials. They are also reporting looking, reportedly looking into Musk's involvement in the project and the amount of time that was put into it. It is not clear if Project 42 is still in the works or if the glass was ever delivered. And that's the end of the article. But I don't understand why the, the government is looking into this. I mean, he owns the company. So, yeah, he does take money from his own company. And he can't use it for to build a house near the Gigafactory? Well, the problem with... Uh with them is a lot of their wealth is in stocks, which is actually technically other people's money. Oh yeah. So maybe, maybe that's what it is. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I know he's got his own money, so, you know, right. But it might be, might be something along those lines. Don't know. Yeah. We'll have have to keep an eye out for it. Okay. Will you do that? I will. Okay. Um, this next one's from Newsmax. Biden, a fucking disgrace for commemorating 9-11 in Alaska. I added the fucking part. Uh, pedophile Joe Biden's decision to observe the anniversary of September 11th terrorist attacks in Alaska is a fucking disgrace, says former New York GOP Governor Jorn, uh, Jorn, George Pataki. Don't know if that's his last name, but oh well. It is today. The fact that he is not doing anything to commemorate that horrible day is a disgrace. uh, He said in an interview with WABC Radio Thursday, pedophile Biden on uh, Monday, September 11th, will travel to a military base in Alaska where he will mark the 22nd anniversary uh, on the attacks in, um, in a ceremony with members of the military and their families, the White House said in a statement Monday. The, the uh, president will be in 
uh, Vietnam on the prior day to discuss technology innovation and climate change with Vietnamese General Secretary. Not even going to attempt that fucking Vietnamese name. <laughs> That's so crazy. Why am I going to do that? <laughs> Another <Yeah>. leader. <laughs> A trip um, that the uh, New York um, <clears throat> GOP governor said would be fruitless. Uh, how, how much CO2 emissions is Air Force One in the entire entourage that has to follow the president going to be admitting when they go to Vietnam to talk about climate change where there will be no one there to listen to him? <laughs> <laughs> well, I- anyways, it, oh shit, we're, we're done with this article. It brings up fucking Kamala Harris again. I'm done <laughs> quoting any of her shit. Right. Um, so if you want to go check this out it, um, by Newsmax and it talks about how much of a disgrace fucking Biden is, um, you can. Um, also, I'd like to throw in that um, today is uh, Friday 9-8 and President Biden, or pedophile Biden as I like to call him, still has not visited East Palestine, Ohio. And his claims are, he's been so busy, he can't get a break to go there. Motherfucker, you've been on more vacations than any other fucking president. Your old, wrinkly, white, pale, fucking decomposing ass is sitting out on Rehoboth Beach under an umbrella. And like the real president, Donald Trump said, you can't even walk in the fucking sand. You can't even pick up a chair that's probably like under a pound. You're like, oh! I can't pick that up. Can, can somebody get that for me? Oh, can somebody lay out my towel? You are a joke. Yep. I can't get a break. You spent more time in Rehoboth uh, at, 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 at some fucking beach. And now you're still under investigation for the fucking uh, house, you, some other house you rented. But we'll get into it later. He can't go home home. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I don't know. Why can't, why can't you go home home? Does Jill have all her boyfriends that she's making out with on, on national television stopping by? Yeah, they're too old for him. So he's like, fuck that. Well, I mean, that's probably why she's got COVID. Right. You know, because he doesn't. Nope. But she does. That's fucked. And he's going to those third world countries and picking up all the, the child prostitutes over there and he's not catching it. Not from, you know. <laughs> All right, bring it into my next one. The from the People's Voice massive list of Democrats involved in sex crimes against children goes viral. An enormous list of Democrats, including elected officials who have been involved in sex crimes against children, has gone viral on the internet as America continues to wake up to the pedophilia epidemic sweeping the nation. This shit's been going on for fucking decades, and we're people are just now like, oh shit, really? Well, I I think it was people didn't want to uh, actually accept that kind of stuff was going on because here, is, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it is. Well, and it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Today is uh, Friday, nine eight, twenty twenty three, and pedophile. Pedophilia is a thing in the United States. Same with uh, child sex trafficking. That is still a thing. Yep. It hasn't changed since yesterday. 
Exactly. Or the day before. <laughs> but it won't change tomorrow. No, no. Because nobody's doing anything about it. Over 800,000 children a year in the United States go missing, with many of them falling into the hands of predators who traffic the children through pedophilia networks where children, the children suffer unimaginable horrors, such as satanic ritual abuse. There's that satanic thing again. That came out with the, the Target CEO, wasn't it? So this is an actual epidemic that all Americans need to wake up to. The list of Democrats involved in crimes against children in recent years as follows is as follows. Democratic aide to Senator Barbara Boxer, Jeff Rosado, pled guilty to charges of child uh, trading in child uh, trading in child pornography. Democrat donor and billionaire Jeffrey Epstein ran an underage child sex brothel and was convicted of soliciting underage girls for prostitution. Democratic New York Cong- Congresswoman, oh, Congressman, woman, whatever, wh- <laughs> you never know. Anthony well, Weiner. You, you, you don't want to assume <laughs> nowadays. Exactly. Anthony Weiner, even though it's probably Weiner, uh, pled guilty to transferring obscene material to a minor as part of a plea agreement for sexted and sending Twitter DMs to underage girls as young as 15. Democratic donor activist and Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein is being criminally prosecuted and civ- uh, civilly sued for years of sexual abuse that was well-known secret in Hollywood, including underage sexual activities with aspiring female actresses. Democrat activist and hashtag me too pro- uh, proponent Asia Arge- Argento settled a, a lawsuit for sexual harassment stemming from sexual activities with an underage actor. Democratic mayor of Red, uh, Racine, or Ryson, Wisconsin, Gary Becker was convicted of child attempted child sedu- uh, seduction, child pornography, and other s- child sex crimes. Democratic Seattle uh, Mayor Ed Murray resigned from multiple after multiple accusations of child sexual abuse were were levied against him, including by family members. Democratic activist and aide to New York City Mayor de Blasio, Jacob Schwartz, was arrested on possession of 3,000 plus child pornographic images. Democratic activist and actor Russell Simmons was sued based on allegations of sexual assault where he coerced an underage model for sex. Democratic governor of Oregon, Neil Goldschmidt, after being caught by a newspaper, publicly admitted to having a past sexual relationship with a 13-year-old girl after the statute of limitations on the, of, on the rape charges had expired, which there shouldn't be a fucking statute of limitations. If it happened and if, and if there's evidence, why, why, why does it expire? What the fuck? Doesn't make any sense. Democratic Illinois Congress uh, man Mel Reynolds resigned from Congress after he was convicted of statutory rape of a 16-year-old campaign volunteer. Democratic New York Congressman Fred Richmond was arrested in Washington D.C. T- for soliciting sex from a 16-year-old boy. Democratic activist. All right, you know what? Uh, this this holy shit. Go look at this article. Um, because it, there's got to be 30 or 40 names here. And I'm not going to go through all of those right now. Um, but go to the go to the People's Voice and uh, go check this out because it's it's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. And the, the name of it is Massive List of Democrats Involved in Sex Crimes Against Children Goes Viral. And it is a long fucking list of all Democratic people. But that'll do it for that.
Okay, my next one's from the Epic Times. Gun rights app advocates say proposed lead ammo ban part of law, logger, larger anti-hunting agenda. Don't worry, this isn't a Bud Light Minute. Um, <laughs> the goal of a proposed federal rule to ban uh, lead ammunition from national wildlife uh, refugees has nothing to do with protecting wildlife, Second Amendment advocates say. This is this is a way to price outdoors men and women off public lands. Mark, uh, uh, hold on. Mark, Mark, a managing director uh, for public affairs for the National Shooting Sports Foundation or the NSFA or NSS, yeah, a, NSSF. There's no way a trade association for the firearms industry told Epic times. You okay over there. Yeah. doesn't sound okay. <laughs> the, the rule proposed by the U S fish and wildlife services, the F W S on June 20, uh, 22nd would, uh, open three national wildlife refugees drawing uh, praise for from the gun groups. However, the rule would also prohibit using lead, um, lead shot or lead fishing uh, tackle in eight NWRs in five states. They're the Blackwater NWR, the uh, uh, Pat, Paddockson Research Refugee in Maryland and in... Um, Maryland, um, one in, uh, the Eastern neck of, uh, and the Wallops Island in Virginia, the Erie NWRA in Pennsylvania, the great, um, thicket NWR in Massachusetts and, um, the Rachel Car, uh, Carson NWR in Maine. Uh, according to FWS, the, this is the fucking acronyms. The <laughs> the move to uh, protect wildlife from lead poisoning, but a wildlife biologist and gun rights advocate says the FWS ruled based on politic uh, politics, not solid research. And um, okay, they they don't want the animal to get lead poisoning. So I I understand you know if if you're you're a bad shot, you might get hit the animal. The animal might get away and they might die. Uh, from bleeding out and they might suffer a little lead poisoning, but I'm pretty sure if you shoot the animal and you kill it, it's not affected by lead poisoning. No. I mean, that's just me. I don't, I don't know. It is not uh, based on science. I believe this is designed to drive up ammunition costs to discourage hunting. Mark Jones, national director for hunter outreach for gun owners of America and a wildlife biologist with 30 years of experience told Epic times. I believe that's the goal for many people. The FWS didn't respond to Epic times request for a comment. That just falls in line with what, with um, one of the articles you did about, Banning dairy meat, meat and all that shit. Yeah, so they they want to get rid of uh, you hunting. So then you re- you know that's what it comes down to. Like that that's a great point. Yeah, like that that's really what it comes down to. It's not trying to. I don't think it's really. Um, in a way, they're trying to go after the two the two A community by raising the cost of ammo, probably in the long run. But um, that's a great point. 
you know, they, they don't want you to hunt for your meat because, you know, they're not, they're not going to be selling it on the shelves. So people would hunt and now they're going to try to make that harder. But the article does go on. It's a little, little lengthy. Um, you can check that out. Epic times gun rights advocates say proposed lead ammo ban for larger anti hunting agenda. So you can give that, that one, uh, a re- a read. It's a little lengthy. You know? A little gander. Yeah. So my next one is from CNN. Texas Supreme Court allows ban on gender-affirming care for most minors to take effect Friday. Wow, that's today. Look at that. <laughs> getting these fucking email pop-ups and they're getting in the way of my article. Um, the Texas Supreme Court on Thursday dismissed efforts to temporarily block the state's near-total ban on gender-affirming care for minors, clearing the way for the measure to take effect Friday. The law, known as Senate Bill 14, prohibits most minors from receiving treatment common for gender dysphoria, including puberty blockers and hormone therapy. And I just thought of that. You know, they're saying that it's gender dysphoria because they identify as the other other thing, right? Well, if that's a mental disorder, then why why would you be feeding into it? You're not supposed to feed into the mental disorder. You're supposed to take them back from it and get them normal. That's why... With all these other things people go to see fucking psychiatrists with and shit, they don't just feed into it. They don't accelerate their 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 need to do said thing. But it goes on to say exceptions are provided for intersex patients and for some minors who are who were already receiving gender affirming care before June first. Although those minors would be forced to wean off any drugs prescribed as part of a treatment plan under the law, healthcare providers who offer such care would have their license revoked. Good. They should be. They should be fucking... They should be shot for doing the shit they do. Because they're choosing money and they're fucking... You know, their own self-loathing for over what... Basically, the oath that they take is to help people. And they're, they're not. They're just taking money from the government and being like, yeah, fuck you. Texas, among several... Republican-led states that advance bans on gender-affirming gender care for minors gender. in the last... <laughs> well, it's a Texas article. You know? <laughs> Just kind of slide into that Texas draw, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's fucked. In the last legislative session, prompting legal challenges across the country. In Thursday's decision, the court refused to reinstate a district... Uh, a district court judge's stay on the law issued last week and did not address the arguments by advocacy groups who sought a temporary injunction until the court order the court could hear the case. GLMA and LGBTQ health advocacy group and one of the parties that filed the lawsuit called the ruling a blatant disregard for human rights and dignities of LGBTQ plus individuals. Too fucking bad, you sick fuck. By allowing discriminatory practices to persist within the healthcare system, the court threatens not only the physical health, but the mental and emotional well-being of countless Texans, GLMA President Nick Grant said in a statement. The ACLU of Texas slammed the high court's decision Thursday calling the ban an unjust law. No, it's fucking unjust to fucking have these kids chemically castrated and physically fucking altered for the rest of their lives even though they're not probably going to want it in, the, in f- five years later. Like we've seen, I've done articles on the detransitioning. 
Let's be clear. Trans youth are loved and belong in Texas, the organization said in, on a, in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter. We won't stop until this cruel ban is struck down. And it goes on with some of the... Uh, some of the Oh, the, with the law taking effect Friday, Texas will join more than a dozen other states that have moved to restrict gender-affirming care, including Nebraska, Florida, and Oklahoma. This week, earlier this week, Canada issued a new advisory warning its LGBTQ citizens from traveling to the United States following the advancement of a record number of anti-LGBTQ legislation. Oh. Where? What? Where? Canada. Oh. Canada says, don't go to U.S. because it's LGBTQ citizens are, are uh, there's a record number of anti-LGBTQ legislations. That that's interesting because I had somebody uh, from Canada reach out to us, and uh, they want us to possibly start um, exploring and diving into um, doing some articles up north. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. No, so that so that that uh, that will be happening. You'll you'll be hearing some uh, articles. Because you know, people if people reach out to us and they have an idea, we're we're gonna we're gonna look into how to incorporating it into the show. And they're our neighbor. They are. So what's going on up there could end up down here or vice versa. Mm. So uh, we will be talking about that. And if it starts getting bigger with the Canadians, we will uh, possibly think about doing a show that's specifically for the Canadian listeners. Our neighbors, and if you're you live in America, you should be listening to that show too. Because whatever's going on up there with uh, Justin Trudeau, who's a fucking idiot, um, <laughs> what? Nothing. It's just it's funny. Whatever he's doing, uh, you know, pedophile Biden is uh, usually not far behind, or he's involved, or you know, something. So. Uh, it was a, a good suggestion and good idea, me and MJ feel. So, uh, you know, the next coming weeks, look look for those articles. Yep. Um, we just got to start doing some research at, for some Canadian outlets, you know, that are doing news because don't, we don't live in Canada. We'll figure it out, though. My next one's from the Epic Times, and I had a fucking conversation with two fellas about this, Okay. Soaring car insurance costs lead many to opt out. We were talking about how, you know, car insurance is just going through the roof. And on this article, I see a a nice comment that says from this guy, Brandon, not good. I have three cars. I'm selling one because insurance has gotten stupid expensive. It's called extortion. Government requires it. Insurance companies sell it. It's a shakedown. And after reading that comment, it kind of makes you think, why are they raising insurance costs? Well, me and you talked and we think, hey, it's probably because they're giving all these fucking illegals fucking licenses and all these fucking insurance companies are a little worried that, hey, now we got fucking people that don't even live in this country. If they get into an accident, they probably don't have a job. Yeah. Well, well, they might have, well, they might be getting assistance from all us taxpayers. So yeah, at know. the tone of twenty two hundred dollars a month for doing nothing. I knew the number was coming. <laughs> um, that really, that really bothers you. <laughs> but actually, you know, I think that kind of feeds into the same thing with the hunting with the with the meat. Is that if they put 
car insurance out of reach for people. That's what that's what I was going to say. Then people aren't going to be able to drive cars and then they're going to push, oh, well, we can insure EVs a lot cheaper. Yeah, right. All right. And then you know what? I'm going to be in really good shape because I'm going to be walking everywhere. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Some diesel legs. <laughs> Sky, uh, skyrocketing prices for auto premiums have led increasing numbers of Americans to take to the road without insurance, creating a dangerous cycle of escalating rates while putting a record number of drivers in economic and legal peril. A lot of people just don't understand how serious of a problem this has become. Loretta um, Waters, vice president of uh, media relations for the Insurance Information Institute, told Epic Times, driving without car insurance is against the law. This means more people are at risk for, of going bankrupt or even going to jail, she said. But I think in some states, it's not a, well, back in the day, it wasn't a law to have uh, car insurance. Well, I know some, uh, I think Russia, I think, might have changed. I don't think they have car insurance. Well, you, you reach out to your, um, your Russian correspondent and uh, get back to us. <laughs> um, I was talking about the United States. Cause uh, <laughs> is a number one. Wow. <laughs> cause is the number one reason drivers opt out of car insurance with more than eight out of 10 of the millions of people who drive without insurance claiming they are uninsured because they can't afford it, afford to get it covered, coverage for their vehicles. So they drive without it. In 2021, more than 32 million Americans were driving without insurance, according to most recent data from the Insurance Research Council. Really? In 2023, car insurance rates increased almost 14% from the previous year, rising, raising the national average for full coverage car insurance to $2,014 this year, up to $1,771 in 2022, according to Bankrate. However, rates vary dramatically between states due to the different regulations and traffic risks. In Michigan, the state with the highest average car insurance will cost $4,788 a year. In Vermont, the state with the lowest average price car insurance will cost $1,104. Report, yeah, because nobody can fucking live in Vermont. Right. They have like, it's so expensive. It's, and it, they have like 10 houses. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, this trend is likely to accelerate as soaring in inflation continues to exceed wage growth forcing many Americans to dig deeper for ways to trim their budgets, according to Miss Waters. As a result of the cost of everything going up, people are struggling and cutting back wherever they can. And for a lot of people, unfortunately, their car insurance is one of the first things to go, she said. It could put people in a terrible situation, she added. Okay, this article goes on, find it on Epic Times, has to do with car insurance, but I just want to say, okay, she said, I quote, people are struggling and cutting back wherever they can, but you got fucking moron Oprah Winfrey, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey and moron Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who everybody fucking loves. That guy is coming out as being the biggest fucking piece of shit too. He's over in Maui with Oprah saying, hey, we need, we need you Americans to... Um, you know, donate to helping out the Maui fire victims. You stupid fucks. I'm pretty sure you two are worth fucking a hell of a lot more money. And with like, 
a swipe of a credit card could help out big time. But yep. no, you want to fucking ask struggling Americans uh, to do um, do that for you because the the president Dwayne the Rock Johnson fucking backed isn't doing shit, right? And it came out that Oprah also had a private fire fighting uh, company or whatever protect her house in Maui for yeah. the fire. Yeah. She paid for that. So, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. If it's not even just the two of them, if Hollywood is so much for the people, like they, they were saying, you know, for the, for the 2020 election, they could take like $500,000 each, which is a drop in the bucket to them, pull all that money together, send it over there and rebuild Maui. It, it would, t- it would be, it would be done in a heartbeat. But they don't want that because they want they want it to go back to the state and then they the state is going to sell it to the billionaires or millionaires yes. so then they got a bigger piece of property and they don't have a bunch of bunch of peasants and bums around them. Right, I can see the, them. These I, people shouldn't be around me. They if they they want to be around me, they should be serving me food or cleaning my toilet. <laughs> that's how the fuck they look at it. Well, that's the thing. I I honestly think that um they're going to try and take over Maui with like bullshit like this. Yeah. At least, at least one of the islands. Um, but I, I just, it's ridiculous. But since you brought up Maui, that leads me into my next article. The Epic Times in Maui fire, uh, in Maui fires to find police blockades proved life-saving. Oh, wowie. <laughs> this is Celia show. <laughs> Christy Albison still has nightmares. The nightmares of children are the worst, she says, nearly a month after the tragic Lahana wildfires in Hawaii. I've been traumatized. My dreams have been pretty pretty wacko. They're horrible. Children bury, buried in uh, buried in the sand. Vaccination. And vaccination. I'm spooked, she said. Miss, uh, and when the panic attacks strike without warning, it's all I can do to remain calm. Sometimes the question crosses her mind. Why did she survive so many, with, when so many others died? It, it isn't so much survivor's guilt as a simmering anger, a feeling that the outcome could have been different for so many, for so many if emergency management officials had responded differently. All Miss Albinson 47 knows is that people who stayed in their vehicles in traffic perished in the smoke and flames. They were driving to their deaths, basically. I acknowledged I was in control of my choices and needed to not listen to the police, Miss Albinson said to uh, told the Epic Times. I recognize I would have to go around the barriers and do what it took because this was my life. I have grandchildren. I need to get to my family. Several several other Lahana residents and workers told the Epic Times that they had survived only by driving around or through the police roadblocks, acknowledging that the police were just following orders. And that's the thing. Oh, just like the police were following orders in Uvalde, Texas, when fucking there was a shooter in a school killing children. Yep, just stand. Imagine just fucking standing outside that school hearing gunshots. Or or, or standing in front of fucking these Maui uh, victims that live there. And no, you can't go through. You're going to have to die in a fire. Yeah. What the fuck? Piece of shit. Oh, this is my job. Well, you know what else I got to tell you fucking stupid ass cops that are going to be like, hey, it's just my job. I'm going to tell you to put a mask on. Yeah. Yeah, fuck and you. How about a, that? There's going to be a special place for hell when, when you get there. Yeah. Uh, common sense, said Grail, a West Maui resident who was working at a gated community in Lahana on the day of the fire. Me? 
I'm in panic mode. I'm getting the heck out of here. Survival mode. Honestly, I couldn't believe how many cars on the front on front street just burned. The Lahana fire burned 2,170 acres and more than 2,000 homes and buildings and historic coastal community. Oh, in this historical coastal community with a population of 13,120. The scenic Oceanside front the scenic Oceanside front street serves as the town's main street and connected to the Lahana Highway bypass to and from the community. And this this goes on because it goes into, you know, the Lahana fires and there's some pretty graphic images that, you know, you you people do need to see. And people like to bury their, their fucking head in the sand and just, oh, yeah, Maui fire, fire is tragic. Let me get on with my life, get on fucking TikTok. No, go look at this shit. These fucking people died needlessly. It didn't, they didn't have to die. So go over there and uh, do some research for yourself. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, but that'll do it for that article. Okay. My next one is DOJ proposes crackdown on gun shows and internet sales. Wow. As a part of pedophile Biden's gun control agenda and the bipartisan gun safety law passed in 2022, the Department of Justice proposed new rules Thursday to crack down on unregulated firearm sales. Oh, wee wee. The new regulations at the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives will clarify the language required for licensed gun sales when a dealer is engaged in business. Pedophile Biden said in an executive order in March uh, directing DOJ to implement these rules. While most dealers are following the law, an increasing number of individuals are trying to profit and off-book sales of firearms. ATF Director Steve... uh, Diddlebach said <laughs> the, these uh, activities undermine the law, endanger public safety, create significant burdens on uh, law enforcement, and are unfair to the many licensed dealers who make considerable efforts to follow the law, Diddlebach said. Pretty sure that's not his last name, but whatever. He's probably, he's probably diddling kids too. Probably. Uh, the rule, the rules came as part of the gun safety package passed in Congress in wake of the Uvalde, Texas, Robb elementary school and Buffalo, New York supermarket shootings in spring of 2022. Okay. Um, again, we just talked about Uvalde. Uvalde wouldn't have been that big of a tragedy if the fucking police officers were actually doing something. And if they would have allowed the parents to fucking go in and do something to save their own children instead of fucking arresting them and putting them in fucking handcuffs. And then the cops saying, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. Yeah, well, you're lucky you didn't get fucking punched in the face by somebody telling you they were doing their job to save their children. Um... The ATF is attempting to clo- uh, to close the so-called gun chill loophole and internet loophole where gun hobbyists sell small arms of firearms without conducting background checks. That's a lie. And without logging serial numbers and sell- if you go to a gun show, you have to get a fucking background check. 
And half half of the websites think? they 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 ask for your, your yeah, fucking they, shit. They, they ask for your fucking uh, license numbers, all this shit. Yeah. So you know, and if you order from online, it doesn't get shipped to your fucking house. It has to go to an FFL in the area, and you have to. What that is is actually a firearms dealer, and you have to go to that firearms dealer and talk to them and see if it can even be shipped there. Yeah, and then they get it, and then they run the background check before you even fucking get it. Yes. So, before I got distracted by the stupidity, when somebody is selling or offering firearms to a customer and also represents to a customer that the seller has the willingness and ability to purchase and sell additional firearms to a customer, when someone spends more money purchasing firearms for resale than person's reported taxable income during the period of time, uh, when someone engages in behavior in... Uh, in a desire to skirt the law, such as using straw or shame businesses, selling illegal firearms or selling firearms with a serial number removed or altered. Okay, so that 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 shit doesn't go on at fucking on the internet or gun shows. That goes on out of the back of somebody's trunk in an alleyway. Right. <laughs> and well, you know what? The other thing too is if it wasn't so restrictive, this shit wouldn't even yeah. be happening. Um. In the past, gun control groups and Democrats have called for the government to set a number of sales to define engage in the business, such as such as the uh, as five in a year. Officials said the number was considered, but the proposed rule is based on language that the seller predominantly earns a profit from the sales, which is a uh, departure of former profit and livelihood standard. Even a single firearm sale under the proposed rule could be deemed engaged in business of firearm sales requiring a license when combined with other evidence under the new ATF framework. The laws nudge the rules closer to universal background checks requiring checks for all sales, but still fall short of the nationwide mandate, which the pedophile Biden uh, administration wants to see implemented by Congress. In uh, the gun control rule is also well short of the overhaul pedophile Biden has called for, including banning assault weapons, which faces stiff opposition on Capitol Hill. Pedophile Biden's administration won a narrow victory in Supreme Court this summer over the tougher regulation of un of unserialized or ghost guns. trying to close the fire sale loophole. The new law, uh, the new rule would also clarify um, clarify what gun shop should do with its inventory after it goes out of business. It provides a lawful ways to liquidate that inventory to other licensed shops rather than hosting a fire sale to regular purchasers without conducting background checks. Again, even if they were fucking doing discounts on their firearms, I'm pretty sure they're going to do a background check. They're not just going to be like, oh, hey, you're going to give me 200 bucks. Here you go. Right, exactly. It likewise sought to clarify that guns in a personal firearms collection by a hobbyist or collector could be sold without fear of violating the law. Once proposed rule is published in a federal register, uh, the public will have 90 days to submit comments. The notice of proposed rulemaking submitted by the department can be viewed here. So you can click the link. 
and it will take you there to view it. And it's ridiculous. The internet's fancy. Yeah, super. All right, so uh, that's going to do it for that article. Thank you, fellas. And with hearing that, you know that it's time for the Trump train. And my first one is going to be from Newsmax. Trump up after debate mugshot. A new poll says more people are seeing former President Donald Trump as being electable after his mugshot from his arrest in Georgia was released and after he decided to skip the first GOP primary debate. Out of the last at least 777 Republican potential primary voters questioned by Morning Consult on August 24th to the 27th, 62% said they believe Trump has the best chance out of any Republican of defeating President Joe Biden. The numbers were up 9% from the organization's previous poll and matched the high point since Morning Consult started asking the question in April. Trump, who's been indicted in, in states... In state cases in New York and Georgia, in federal cases in Washington, D.C. and Florida, has seen his numbers rise after four indictments. And I'm going to move it into my next one, but it, it just goes to show that the red wave is coming. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> my next one's from the, uh, the Epic Times. Trump says fear-mongering about new COVID variant is a lunatic ploy to rig the 2024 election. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to pull out all the stops, and then they're, gonna, they're just going to try whatever they can. I know. Tarkar said he's going to get an assassinated. Yeah, yeah. Former President Donald Trump on Wednesday accused left-wing lunatics. Real President Donald Trump, asshole. Wow, you just called yourself an asshole? You. I didn't say, I didn't say that. You that said you. former. I didn't say former. You read former. They, well, that, that's what it <laughs> says. <laughs> Jesus. Um, a fear-mongering about new COVID-19 variants in order to justify the reintroduction of their left-wing lockdown and mandate policies, which include included the use of drop boxes and mail-in ballots in 2020 in a bid to rig the 2024 election. President Trump made remarks in a video posted on August 30th on Truth Social, saying that his message should swer- uh, serve as a warning to every COVID-19 tyrant who not only wants to take away our freedom, but who would be playing into the hands of those wanting to exploit COVID-19 restrictions to interfere in next year's election. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming, President Trump said in the video. And, you know, that that's going to go on. You know, I got a few here, so I'm just going to try and blast through them here, and then we got a, we got a little... Last from the past in this one. This one's from Fox News. Pelosi says many Trump supporters don't value human dignity for everyone. Isn't she dead yet? Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi trashed supporters of former President Donald Trump in an interview with Bloomberg Television claiming they're people who either don't value the dignity of every person or are afraid of change. She added that the Malignancy of Trump is a cancerous situation in America and urged the Republican Party to remember its heritage. Pelosi made her dig on Trump and supporters while speaking to Bloomberg reporter 
Francine Lacroix in Venice, Italy on Thursday. Lacroix mentioned that Pelosi stood up against President Trump many times while he was in office. He, I didn't stand up to him many times, Pelosi said. I stood up to him once. It lasted a very long time. <laughs> Shut up. Exactly. Like, why, why are you even fucking, why are you even talking? Just go, go, go away. So I'm done with that one. On the next one, on to the next one is from the, pol- uh, the politics brief. Fulton County DA charged Trump and associates despite exonerating evidence. Fulton County District Attorney fuck up Fannie Willis filed charges against so-called fake electors over the 2020 election in Georgia despite nearly near certain poss- uh, possess- near certainly possessing exonerating evidence that their intentions were entirely lawful and in accordance with the United States Constitution. In her indictment issued on August 14th, Willis claimed that the presence of Republican electors for Trump consulted in an illicit conspiracy aimed at overturning Georgia's 2020 election results. Those charged in the, this allegation, I mean, alleged conspiracy, included David Schaffer, one of Georgia's 2020 Republican electors, and Ray Smith, who served as one of, uh, one of Trump's attorneys during the contest. Willis specifically contended that Schaefer and other alternate electors unlawfully, falsely held themselves out as Georgia's duty, duly elected and qualified presidential elector. She further asserted that these electors, with Smith's assistance, deliberately sought to mislead figures such as then-Vice President Mike Pence and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger into believing that they actually were such officers. And... You know, this is all just going to be a fucking big waste of time because everybody's come out and said that she really doesn't have a case. So I'll, leave, I'll go over to my next one Get from the Gateway Pundit. Explosive revelation. Fannie Willis linked to massive election fraud and money laundering. Rico Enterprise. In a shocking turn of events, a bombshell investigation has uncovered jaw-dropping connections between Fannie Willis and a sprawling web of election fraud and money laundering activities. Fannie Willis's involvement will be sure to send shockwaves through the political landscape. The investigation, which spans across multiple states and multiple jurisdictions, has revealed a complex network of illicit operations aimed at undermining the very foundation of our constitutional republic and the rule of law. Sources close to the matter suggest that Willis was a massive beneficiary in the federal and Georgia RICO enterprises, It appeared that she is currently playing the key role in orchestrating a systematic scheme to manipulate election outcomes, casting doubt on the integrity of the entire electoral process. In the lead up to the 2020 midterm elections, my team uncovered a massive money laundering network of campaign finance contributors being made by via Act Blue. One of the top beneficiaries of this money laundering RICO enterprise is none other than Georgia Senator... Raphael Warnock. Warnockers. <laughs> the Gateway Pundit was the first news organization to cover massive, the massive money laundering network that financed the Raphael Warnock campaign. Wow. And bring it into my next one. Supreme Court will decide if Trump gets disqualified for 2024 race under the 14th Amendment. Coming from the Epic <coughs> Times. Top Democrats are pushing for the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution to disqualify former President Donald Trump from the 2024 presidential campaign campaign with Rep. 
Adam Schiff calling on the U.S. Supreme Court to take the ultimate decision. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, enacted in the wake of the Civil War, bars a citizen from holding office if they have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. In an interview with MSNBC on Sunday, Mr. Schiff insisted that the 14th Amendment case against President Trump is a valid valid argument. The law doesn't require you to be convicted or insurrection of its insurrection. It just requires that you have engaged in these acts, he said. It's a disqualification from holding office, and it fits Donald Trump to a T. No, that fits Biden to a T. So you need to be going after the fucking the pedophile president for that shit. And I'll move it on to my next one, conservative brief. D.A. Willis wants October trial for all 19 uh, co-defendants in Trump case. And that's not going to happen. Fulton County District Attorney is pushing for a speedy trial of all 19 co-defendants in a case she filed against former President Donald Trump. Willis made an astonishing request to the court requesting that all defendants be tried starting October 23rd. According to a report, only two of the co-defendants have been indicted thus far, former Trump attorney Sidney Powell and Kenneth Ke- uh, Chesabro. However, Willis argued in a court filing on Tuesday that separating the defendants would be improper. Why would it be improper? You just want to get this going as, as fast as you can because you know you don't have a fucking case. You just want to rush everything. You want to make. You don't want the defense to have any evidence to support you know, Trump and the other 19. Uh, in a stunning request to the court, Willis said she wanted to try all defendants beginning October 23rd. Yeah, you already said that. Uh, so I'm just moving into my next one because fucking repeating yourself. This is from the post-millennial. Trump calls for COVID vax makers to release safety data. Speaking to Michigan's Tudor Dixon, President Trump called on vaccine, COVID vaccine make, makers to release their safety data. Dixon brought up jo- Joe Biden's new plan to release all new vaccines to combat COVID, the pandemic that has now been reclassified as an endemic for which the government will recommend new vaccines likely every year. Oh, really? <laughs> In announcing the new vaccines, which will be made by Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and Nova, Novavax, Biden and he... Biden said he and his administration would be recommending that all Americans get them. Trump, who was president when the pandemic hit, worked with the U.S. drug makers to launch Operation Warp Speed to encourage the discovery and manufacture of a vaccine for the coronavirus. But, you know, that that was, uh, that was that's something that nobody really says that they they kind of blame Trump for the, for the COVID vaccine and all that shit. And He's the fucking president. He was the president. He's a business owner. He's not a fucking chemist and all this other shit. He was leaning on the people that he should have been able to lean on to help the American people, not enslave and kill the fucking American public. So moving on to my next one from people. Nikki Haley says Americans are not going to vote for a convicted criminal for president. Yes, I am. You don't remember that? The nutty professor. Haley's remarks came weeks after she said so that that that's the movie you talk about referencing. Yeah, why? 
Haley's remark came weeks after she said she would support Donald Trump as a Republican nominee for president, even if he was convicted of felon. While Nikki, Fail- Nikki Haley said she would support Donald Trump as the, to- the Republican nominee, even if he was convicted of a crime prior to 2024 election, she doesn't expect the American people to follow suit. Speaking on C- CBS's Face the Nation Sunday, the former South Carolina governor and a Republican candidate for president, she said, doesn't think Americans will vote for a convicted criminal. I think they will. I think they will. There's been a lot of people saying that they would. The American people are not going to vote for a convicted criminal. The American people are not going to vote for someone who can, who can win a general election. Nearly fit, Haley 51 said, I have faith in the American people. They know what they need to do. We do. And it's not voting for you. And that is going to conclude our ride on the Trump train. Okay, my next article is from the Gateway Pundit Report. George Soros planning to meddle in 2024 election if Trump is the GOP nominee. This guy just keeps coming out and telling everybody what the fuck he's going to do. And everybody's like, oh, no, there's no way. Left-wing billionaire George Soros is reportedly planning to try to meddle in the 2024 election if Trump is the Republican nominee. Why should this election be any, uh, any different? Soros throws millions of dollars at Democrats and organizations that support them in pretty much every election cycle. Democrats uh, like to say that they want um, dark money out of American politics, but none of them complain when Soros opens his checkbook for them. Wow. The town hall reports George Soros reportedly has plans to meddle in the election if Trump uh, secures a nomination. Billionaire and far leftist George Soros reveals the plan if former Trump secures the nomination. Soros... Soros, Open Society Institute, one of the most influential radical organizations in the world, is preparing itself for a likely likely event. Trump's name is on the ballot. In an article for Politico, Soros' son, Alex, is giving the go-ahead for his father's nonprofit to open the floodgates on Trump for the 2024 election, explaining how the organization will shift its focus to defeat the former president, or the real president, Uh, As someone who spends up to half their time working on a continent and thinks former United States President Donald Trump, or at least someone with um, his anti-European policies will be the Republican nominee. I believe a MAGA-style Republican victory in the next year, U.S. U.S. presidential election could, in the end, be worse for the EU than for the U.S., such an outcome uh, will uh, will destroy European unity and um, undermine the progress achieved on many fronts in the response to the war in Ukraine. Oh, really? Gives a fuck about Ukraine? Yeah, who the fuck gives about Ukraine? Who who the fuck gives about uh, gives a fuck about uh, the EU? You know. The, as Americans need to start worrying about this fucking country. Yep. George Soros's son, Alex Soros, uh, just wrote in political that open society foundations will shift its focus um, to defeating Trump. Why? Because they're fucking scared. So, I mean, the article just goes on repeating itself. I don't know why they fucking do this. But um, it talks about how uh, Alex Soros is giving the go-ahead for his father to meddle in the election. So, you know, it's going to be hard for him this time because I believe there are more people going to be voting for Trump than not. Yeah, yeah. 
I do think so. Because everybody, everybody's actually waking up to this, you know, bullshit that's going on. So moving into my next one, which is from CBS News. Massachusetts National Guard activated for emergency shelters amid rise in migrant uh, families. That that article was sent in by a listener. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Oh, okay. Very good listener. Governor uh, Mara Healy has activated the National Guard to provide services at emergency emergency shelters across Massachusetts amid a rise in migrant families arriving in the state. Up to 250 National Guard members will assist food, transportation, medical care, and other basic needs at hotels that don't have a contracted service provider. They will also help with enrolling children in local schools. This is fucking bullshit. We're grateful to, to the brave men and women of the National Guard for stepping up to help us ensure that every family in emergency in emergency shelter has their needs met, including access to food, transportation, medical care, and education, said Healy in a statement. Really? What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Like, they're, they're doing this for the fucking, all the immigrants, that illegal immigrants that are coming in. They're not doing anything, any of this for the homeless, the people that were actually probably born here, went through hard times or whatever, and the government just turned a blind eye. But these people walk, walk into the country illegally, broke the law, and they're getting catered to. And this is some fucked up shit. This comes as Healy issued a state, emergen- state of emergency earlier this month over the rising number of migrant families in Massachusetts. Nope, it's fine. Get them on a boat. Get them on a fucking plane. Get them on a train. Hopefully, it delay it derails on the way, and send them back to their fucking country. They don't belong here. No. Right now, the nonprofits that are in Massachusetts are stretched, and so they cannot provide anymore. So don't," said State uh, Senator Jamie Eldridge. Get the fuck out of here, Eldridge. So I think that's where the National Guardsmen and women will fill that gap. No, they shouldn't be. There are currently more than 6,000 families, including children and pregnant women, staying in shelters, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I'm so pissed off with this article. I don't It's not only children, uh, and with it getting soon cold, they're going to need winter jackets, things like that, school supplies, but also many of the women here are pregnant. That's great. Isn't there a thing? That, no, I think you have to be a citizen. Or if they have a kid here, is that kid a citizen because it was born on the U.S. on the U.S. soil? Yeah, I think so. That's some fucked up shit. But it, uh, that's actually the end of the article. is actually pretty short. But uh, it's, it's bullshit. More of this bullshit going on. And whether or not Trump's here they, they, or whatever, we, we, everybody needs to stand up and tell them, no, we don't want the fucking illegal immigrants here. Get them the fuck out of here. I was having a conversation with, uh, you know, a couple of people and, uh, yeah, I do, I do talk to a lot of people. Um, and they were telling me, you know, well, we were, we were conversing about the problems in the country and they said, one of them said, well, if Trump gets in, is he actually even going to be able to fix the problems that Biden's created? Yeah. Uh, no, I, no. I think so. Well, you you can think so. I mean, when you look at all the problems, he's not going to four years isn't enough yeah. to fix up what's going on. No, but no, 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 not every single thing. We're no. talking about every single thing that's been fucked up since. No, Trump, he's going to need two yeah, terms at least. Since, since Trump left, will he be able to get the country back to where it was? Probably not. Probably not. But I think because I, I honestly think he'd be seventy five percent there. 
because the economy, he'd flip it around real well, quick because well, he did. Well, maybe from the point right now, but they still got another year. That's true. That is true. So. Something to think about. Yeah. yeah. No matter who you vote for, is anything actually going to get fixed? Not, and that's what we've said from the beginning is that it's not the Democrats we need to get rid of. It's the far leftist extremists. And that's what, that's what needs to get out of there. That's what's fucking up the country. But that's going to do it for that article. Well, while we're in Massachusetts. Um, we're in Massachusetts? For articles. Okay. Boston police commissioner facing lawsuits over firearms license application delays. Oh, really? I wonder why. Three gun rights groups, four individuals, and four individuals have sued Boston Police Commissioner Michael Cox over the department's delays in processing firearms license applications. According to the lawsuit filed on August 31st, the Boston Police Department stopped using the official wait list to file firearms license applications and has intentionally slowed the process of required fingerprints for the application. Thus, while it is, it has abandoned its use of the wait list to submit applications. The licensing unit is still using the equivalent of a wait list to prevent people from completing the application process. The lawsuit reads the spoke, uh, the spokesperson said the Boston police department had no comment and had not been served any lawsuit by September 2nd, the second amendment foundation, the firearms policy coalition, the FPC, the Commonwealth second amendment and the Rudolph white, uh, Rob, uh, and Rudolph White, Robert Cox, Kinley, and uh, Exum, and Leslie Good filed a lawsuit. Commissioner Cox is also the sole defendant in his uh, official capacity as Boston Police Commissioner. According to the lawsuit, the individual plaintiffs have waited anywhere from 50 days to more than seven months with no action being taken on their application. The lawsuit states that the organization list plaintiffs have. Uh, members in Massachusetts experience similar delays. Why? Wh- that's why this shouldn't, you shouldn't have to, it should just be, it's your constitutional right to have a firearm. You shouldn't have to be getting in with, uh, getting a license. All it is, everybody acts like, oh yeah, getting the license is, oh, to save people. No, it isn't. It's so they can fucking make money. And, you know, they can have control over who's getting it or not, you know, instead of worrying about the legal citizens like these four um, that are filing the lawsuit with uh, the Second Amendment uh, Foundation and Firearm uh, Policy Coalition and Commonwealth Second Amendment. um, But those the the four individuals, they're they're probably law abiding citizens. But they want to give them shit or the other law abiding citizens that are trying to apply in the Boston area instead of fucking dealing with the fucking problem of fucking two morons pulling out a gun and shooting somebody over a fucking pair of shoes because it, their pair of shoes was the wrong color in that neighborhood. Right. <clears throat> the plaintiffs claim that legislator legislators intend, uh, intended the applications to be processed within 40 days as outlined by the state law. They close the claim that commissioner Cox is violating the civil rights of firearm ownership by dragging out the application process. Well, why the fuck do you think he's draw, trying to draw out the application process? Because he's probably hoping that that HD 4420 gets put through and then that changes all the laws. So if you live in Massachusetts, I don't care where the fuck you live or what the fuck your stupid ass excuse is, it's time to get your fucking firearms license. Don't be like, 
Oh, well, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe one day. I don't know. I really don't need anything out now. Well, if shit hits the fan, I'll just go get one from my buddy, you know, be able to do that. I, I got news for you. Fucking shit hits the fan. Nobody's, nobody's helping out anybody. You're on your own. And if you don't have anything, you're shit out of luck. Um, for the time, for the, for the time that they must wait, which exceeds the 40 days, uh, by the general court, when it, it acted, uh, the status governing the FID and the LTC defendants policy custom or practice, uh, prohibits law abiding individuals from lawfully acquiring process, processing and carrying firearms for the purpose of protecting themselves and their families, or indeed for any other lawful purpose. The lawsuit reads. So this goes on and they want to blame uh, the backlog on the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, great. And you know what's coming down the pipeline? More COVID shit. So what's that going to do? Oh, that, that's why they got delayed. How does it get delayed? Fucking all you got to do, you fill out, you as the citizen, fill out the fucking paperwork. You go down there to your local police department, make an appointment. They do the fingerprints. They take your picture. They fucking throw a stamp on it. And they fucking send it out. Then it goes to fucking slap nuts over here, the commissioner, and um, he's the one delaying it. So you people in Massachusetts need to wake the fuck up or start moving the fuck out. Yeah, that's what they did in California. That's what they did in New York. I think it's 175,000 people a, a year move out of California. Which is fucked because California really is a beautiful state. I've never been, but obviously I've seen pictures and video. Yeah, I've they, seen they pictures have, they have like everything of people hunched over and fucking <laughs> the roadways look like fucking fucking landfills. Beautiful. Yeah. No, it's great. Not that the beaches, the the mountains, and you know all that shit. You go to the cities. Yeah, stay away from the cities. It's it's basically like a zombie apocalypse over there. Just stay out of the cities. <laughs> so my next one is from Newsmax in. In Rehoboth Beach, this mine. Biden in Rehoboth Beach, because I can't go home. Home, I just can't go home. Home, because <laughs> Jill's too busy shoving fucking billionaire dicks in her mouth. That's why she got is. COVID. Because she's making out with everybody on fucking national television. <laughs> you know why? Because she's fucking. 15 years younger than Joe Biden. Joe probably can't get his dick up anymore. And she, she wants to be satisfied. So she's going after all these, these other fucking younger dudes. Yeah. Cause he was, he, she was 15 when they met. That was uh, her baby, uh, his babysitter. And then, that, they, then they got married three years later when she turned 18. That's fucking disgusting. Cause he's a pedophile. Yeah. And just right there, his wife, he was he was his second. He was wife. being a fucking pedophile with his second wife. Yeah, and then oh well, you're 18 now. Now I'll fucking marry you. Yeah, fuck. But the article go, says, and he was 33, 33 years old. That's disgusting. Oh, uh, that that's you guys. Well, whoever voted for it, that's your president. That's yeah. your president. That's who you voted for. That's why you call him pedophile Joe Biden. Because he is a pedophile. Exactly. And then you got stupid fucks out there saying like, oh, Republican uh, uh, nominees in the GOP are fucking racist. Okay. Well, I got news for you. If you're one of these fucking stupid fucks that's believing like mainstream media saying like Trump's a racist or DeSantis is a racist or they're this, they're that. 
you're a fucking moron because you're going to, you're going to say, Oh, I'm not voting for this guy because he's a racist. Okay. But you'll vote for the other guy and he's a pedophile. I'm sorry. I don't support either one, but I could sleep better at night knowing, Hey, this guy doesn't like these people because of the color of their skin, not support supporting a guy who's like, Oh, I, he sleeps with fucking children. Yep. Exactly. But that that's what the Democrats, that's what they and then they'll say, Oh, that's a lie. You made it dude. The fucking shit, the truth's out there. You gotta fucking look for it. Yeah. But the article says there may be no place like home, but president Joe Biden says he cannot go home. Unprompted Biden approached supporters Sunday in Rehoboth beach, Delaware, after he went to mass at St. Edmund Roman Catholic church to say he was not on vacation. I have no home to go to, said Biden, said Biden, who lives at the White House on weekend, uh, weekdays and spends most weekends in Delaware, we has, where he has two homes. The U.S. Secret Service has been doing work on his longtime primary residence in Wilmington, Delaware, to make it more secure in a good way, he says. It has been at least a few months since he last spent the night there. So I have no place to go home. I have no place to go when I come to Delaware, except here right now, he said, speaking of his other home in Rehoboth Beach, I'm only here for one day. Well, that's great. Nobody gives a shit. Biden arrived on the Delaware coast on Saturday night after he spent the early part of the day in Florida surveying damage from Hurricane Idalia or whatever. He had been scheduled to spend Labor Day weekend in Rehoboth Beach, but changed his plans after the storm. He, tra- if he travels to Philadelphia on Monday to speak at an AFL-CIO rally, whatever the fuck that is. Two weeks ago, he and his family spent a week on vacation in Nevada's Lake Tahoe region. The Republican National Committee regularly criticized Biden for vacationing the White House on weekends. He first told reporters about the security upgrades to his Wilmington home in April and when he went to the beach house after returning from a trip to Ireland. Just fucking all over the place. But... I don't think but, it's but, I don't think it's security upgrades. I think what they're doing because he can't fucking walk in anymore. He's getting one of those old people fucking tubs put in with a little door so you just walk in and right. all the all these fucking grab handles. He's got no time to go to East Palestine, Ohio. No, it's not a priority. No, he he can't catch a break. He's just so busy on all these vacations. Yeah, you know. When you book all these vacations, you can't cancel. I know. You lose all kinds of money. He can't even go home home. Yeah, fucking home home. I miss home home. <laughs> Asked Sunday if he was staying, uh, saying that he's homeless, Biden said that was not the case. No, I'm not homeless, he said. I just have one home. I have a beautiful home. I'm down here for the day because I can't go home home. <laughs> you don't have one home. What the fuck? He's got like, what, three, at least three properties in this article. I'm sure there's probably a lot more, but that's going to do it for that article. It just shows how ridiculous and out of touch this, this man that has, that was elected supposedly president and he's vacationing. He's doing all this, that, and the other thing. And let's say there is a COVID pandemic. Where are you on the fucking COVID shit? Where are you leading the country? That's your job is to lead the fucking country, but that'll do it for that article. Okay. My next one's for the, from the federalist. This one uh, has been on X uh, for for a little uh, points of controversy. People are saying it's uh, fake or it's been fact checked, and this isn't happening. But you know, I just I just pulled it. 
I want to bring it to the listener's attention. You guys can do what you want with it, but I think there's more to it than what they're saying because like people are saying, yeah, the fact checkers are from the left. So of course they're going to say this isn't real, but they, everything's coming out. And you know, so these 14 American cities have a target of banning meat, dairy, and private vehicles by 2030. There it is again, the fucking 2030 agenda. 14 major American cities are part of the globalist climate organization known as the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group, which has um, a target um, by the year 2030 of zero uh, kg meat consumption, zero kg of dairy consumption, and three new clothing items per person per year. So... They don't want you wearing clothes. Uh, zero private vehicles owned in one short haul return flight, less than 1,500 uh, kilometers every three years per person. C40's uh, goals can be found in the future of urban consumption in the 1.5 uh, cellul- cellulous world um, report which is published in 2019 and reportedly re-emphasized in 2023. The organization headed and largely funded by Democrat billionaire Michael Bloomberg. Nearly 100 cities across the world make up the organization. And in America, its members include Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and Seattle. Media coverage on C40 cities goals have been relatively sparse. The few media personalities and news outlets uh, who have discussed it have been heavily attacked by corporate fact checkers. Nice. In a fact check aimed at conservative commentator Glenn Beck, AFP fact check claimed that the banning of meat and dairy and limits of air travel and clothing consumption were actually not policy recommendations. Well, this ain't the first fucking time I've heard, I've read an article where it has to do with meat, dairy, or fucking vehicles. The, I have heard about the clothing shit, but this is the first time it's really uh, coming out in an article that we've covered, but I have seen it and heard about it. Um, the FP, the AFP quotes a paragraph from the original, the future of urban consumption in the 1.5 Celsius world report, uh, which reads this report does not advocate for the whole wholesale, um, adoption of these more ambitious, uh, ambitious targets in C40 cities. Rather, they are included to provide a set of reference points that cities and other uh, actors can reflect on when considering different emission reduction alternatives and long-term urban visions. You you got, you guys like it's, they, they, they say it and then they, they, oh, there's some pushback. Okay. Let's reel it back in, but let's make it sound this way, but it's still the fucking same shit. They're just changing the wording. Yep. But this paragraph likely included in the report as a liability in the case of pushback um, seems to directly contradict the meaning of target, which in this context can be defined as a desired goal. 
<laughs> You're a fucking genius. Dude, fucking just in the show. Like get, like no nobody nobody cares. All right. The 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 the, the, the fucking <laughs> the target of eliminating meat, dairy, and private vehicles by 2030 is based on the future vision of resource efficient production and extensive changes in the consumer choices. The report notes something its authors clearly hope to bring about. If there's if if these were not their goals, they were not they would not have labeled them ambitious targets. The fact checkers insist that C40 cities explicitly state climate uh, stated climate goals are somehow uh insincere and uh even more unconceit uh unconvincing given that they were watching them start to unfold right now this year the lockstep of the c4 cities 2030 aims new york city mayor adams announced that the city will place caps on the amount of meat and dairy served by city institutions such as schools and prisons meanwhile the uk has banned the sale of new gas-powered vehicles after 2030 france has banned short haul flights to cut carbon emissions oh yeah but you know what these stupid fucks like bill gates dumbass oprah winfrey penis head fucking dwayne the rock johnson that looks like a veiny fucking dick um they'll all get on their private jets and fly all over the fucking world george soros fucking klaus schwab his uh soros's dickhead son fucking alex soros who looks like a fucking transvestite too with his purple frame fucking glasses fuck tell us how you really feel <laughs> well i mean jesus christ it's all out there and then you got in in like like you got fucking stupid people that are like oh well it's said on the mainstream media this isn't real I, it, it can't be real it's never gonna happen oh yeah well you know what fucking all the shit that we're living through right now everybody said was gonna happen oh you're a conspiracy theorist you don't know what you're talking about you just you're just fear monger Anyways, back to the fucking article. In 2020, the World Economic Forum, which uh, promotes C40 cities on its website, introduced the Great Reset, which... (laughs) I fucking wish we were doing video right now. (laughs) Which seeks to use the COVID-19 pandemic as a point from which to launch a global reset of society supposedly to combat climate change. This reset, however, has far more to do with social control than it does with climate. No shit. Why do you think they put you in a fucking lockdown? Why do you think they fucking told you you had to wear a mask? Why? Because they want to control you. And all you stupid fucks are out there like, oh, I got to put my mask on, but I can't go to work but oh i can't do this but oh i'm gonna drive in the fucking car with a fucking face shield on and a nuclear suit but i'm gonna have the air conditioner on but with all the fucking air blowing in my fucking face you guys are fucking morons it's <laughs> out there it's out there we and, and we're we're living through it and you guys are still fucking shocked when fucking shit happens it's happening all in front of your fucking face. The, the Great Reset's happening. We're in World War III. We're, the world is going to shit, people. And, nobody, and no, nobody's fucking doing anything. You got to spread the word about this shit, okay? Because it's all out there. You can find it. Instead of believing mainstream media and being like, oh, well, uh, mainstream media said this, so it must be real. 
Okay, so if globalist leaders truly cared about the environment, they wouldn't be uh, uh, chartering private jets or owning massive energy-consuming mansions on the coast of California. (laughs) I'm done. Just just go on to the next article. I'm fucking done. Like, Like... how many fucking times do we gotta we gotta go through this shit? They like they they're talking about California. Perfect example is fucking Maui. What are they doing over there? We already covered that in this show. Yep. They they gotta have these massive fucking mansions on these wick on these coastal thi- coastal properties, and then they fly their fucking jets. They don't give a shit about climate change. It's a fucking made up thing. It is. We did a, we did an article. Fucking what was it? 16,000 or 1,600 fucking scientists said it's fake. 1,600, yep. Yeah, okay, so if there's 1,600 fucking scientists saying it's fucking fake, what, 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 what do you think, they're making it up? Yeah, why, why are they saying it? Why, if, if climate change was a, was a real thing, then why isn't everybody on board? If the science, science doesn't lie. That's the whole thing. If, if the, the, the science comes out and it's like, yeah, we're, we're pointing in this direction and it's bad and we need to redirect to this direction. Everybody's going to be on board. Yeah, so if you want to go check this out, it's from the Federalist because it also goes into, which we've talked about, how the billionaires and the the elite, as they like to call themselves, but they're an elite bunch of fucking retards. Um, why are they buying up all the fucking... Um, farmland in fucking neighborhoods like there's videos online of of fucking neighborhoods they're buying out and they look like fucking ghost towns yeah because they don't want anybody living in a house they want to drive up the fucking cost of a house they want to drive that up they want to drive up the fucking cost of car insurance so they push you out of fucking even having a car because they realize hey people are still buying cars let's drive up the uh, fucking insurance now so now that you got this massive payment on your car massive fucking car insurance payment you're not going to be able to afford it mass house insurance yeah i mean um mortgage payment yeah yeah and you know then then the insurance payment that comes with that so if you guys fucking give a shit you can go check this article out because I think there's a lot more real shit in it than these stupid fucking leftist fact checkers want to fucking make you believe. All right, so I'm going to bring it in my next one before you have an aneurysm. <laughs> it's from the Epic Times. Biden responds to critics of his age, takes aim at Trump in Labor Day address. Maybe this wasn't the best one to go into next. <laughs> President Joe Biden on September 4th touted his accomplishments in an address to union workers in Philadelphia to mark Labor Day and pushback against critics who say he's too old to seek a second term. Someone said, you know, that Biden is is getting old, man. I tell you what, the only thing that comes with age is a little bit of wisdom. I've been doing this longer than anybody. And guess what? I'm going to continue to do it with your help, President Joe Biden said, to begin his remarks. In a recent Wall Street Journal poll, an overwhelming majority of voters said he's too old to run for president again. Two-thirds of Democrats and almost three-quarters of voters overall said the 80-year-old incumbent is too old to run for a second term. And that is why we need to to set a fucking age cap on on the whole government, everything. From the president all the way down. We've said that multiple times in, in different podcasts. Although the age difference... Between the candidates is only three years, 73% 
of respondents said President uh, President Biden is too old to seek a second term, while only 47% felt the same way about former President Donald Trump, who's 77. That motherfucker does not talk, walk, or look like he's 77 years old. I'll give that to him. But uh, the, it goes on to say the poll also shows that the candidates have the same amount of support in a potential rematch of the 2020 election with... Hold on. And let me say, if you think, oh, because fucking MJ made that comment, he's all up sucking fucking Trump's dick and licking his balls, great. Fucking good job on you. Because you got all these fucking morons all up on fucking Biden's dick after it's been been fucking... Who knows where? Yeah. You know... Exactly. Yeah, everybody's afraid to fucking say, oh, Biden, you're a fucking piece of shit. No, and I've never been a Trumpster, and I'm not a Trumpster. I am recognizing and voicing that Trump right now is the best possibility for this country to make a turn for better and to and make the country great again, not to use his fucking thing, but it, it's true. I mean, I think he can turn the, the economy around in just a few months, not not to where it was, but to get us on the right heading, and once he does that, it's it's just going to snowball, and we're gonna we're gonna get back to back to where we were, not where we should be, but but where we were. Then we're gonna have the the world uh, influence again because he the the fucking the armed forces they're gonna get they're gonna get strengthened. Foreign policy, people are gonna fucking fear him. They already know who, who he is. He already did that in like two years in, into his presidency. So. He, if he's elected president, they're going to be like, fuck. All right. Put every all the plans off of four years. But um, get, in, get back into this. President Joe Biden has long expressed his support for union uh, labor unions and branded himself as the most pro-union president in history. What the fuck cares? However, uh, however, his handling of the country's economy has been a source of concern for many Americans, notably blue-collar workers. Because of high inflation. Blue collar workers. Who makes up most of the unions. <laughs> but yeah. You're, 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 the, you're the best president for fucking the, the unions as, as you say. In Philadelphia he spoke about the economy attempting to change the percentage, perception of voters. By drawing a contrast with President Trump. Front runner for the 2024 Republican nomination. President Biden said the 45th president was one of two presidents during whose terms the number of jobs in the United States decreased. Now that is just a fucking blatant lie. That is an absolute blatant lie. And all that he's doing is for the planned pandemic that went through. Yeah, the jobs went down because the country shut down because he was leaning on all the fucking all the people that he should be leaning on to to facilitate what to do with the pandemic or the endemic or whatever the fuck they want to call it now. They fucking change names of fucking, I changed my fucking underwear. Um, in Philadelphia, despite the 84 degree weather and high humidity, his speech was more invigorating than previous ones and it resembled a campaign speech. Look, we're turning things around because of you, President Biden said in the speech, which seemed aimed at shoring up support among his union core base. Um... This, this goes on. I'm actually really sick and tired of this, him talking. So I'm going to end, end that article there. <clears throat> All right, my next one, we're going to get into this COVID shit because in case you didn't know, the, the shit's coming down the pipeline. Um, 
The Epic Times, demand for new COVID booster likely low unless mandated, experts said. I, I don't give a fuck if it's mandated or not. You want to come near me with a fucking syringe? I'm going to shove it so far up your ass, you're going to be able to give the fucking vaccine by opening your fucking mouth. Yeah. Many Americans are likely to take a hard pass on the new COVID uh, booster shot unless mandated amid increasing evidence of negative health outcomes and a growing loss of confidence in public officials, according to the expert. Public opinion has swung so hard against the vaccines, it can't imagine a scenario where a significant amount of people are going to sign up for another shot, Dr. Kevin uh, Bass or Bass said, a medical researcher uh, and uh, immunology specialist told uh, Epic Times, if people have the choice, they are going to say no. And you should. Yeah, you should. And if they want an explanation, be like, because I said fucking no. I don't have to give an explanation. Exactly. It's very easy. No. Move on. The uh, original COVID vaccines were taken by more than 80% of the Americans after officials pledged that the shots would be effective in both preventing um, contraction and stopping the spread of the virus. Yeah, well, Jill's fucking double vax, double boosted, and she's got it twice. She's stopped. She's got to just stop being DP'd. <laughs> However, once it was discovered that the shots didn't work as promised, uh, interest in the booster shots decreased dramatically. The last time the administration has pushed a new booster in the fall of 2022, only 17% of Americans opted in. Okay. So that's basically talking about the fucking uh, vaccine. And now nobody's going to fucking take it because of all the medical research that's coming out. Okay, so this one's from the Epic Times as well. Mass mandate returns, sparks will not comply trend. Good. A number of people on social media have declared that they will not comply with COVID-19 mass mandates as hospitals and businesses have moved to reinstate such rules in recent weeks. Notable uh, former president uh, Donald Trump released a video addressing every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom. Hear these, hear these words. We will not comply, so don't even think about it, he said. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not um, abide by your mask mandates, and we will not tolerate vaccine mandates. Amen, Mr. President. We will not comply, wrote Arizona Republican candidate Carrie Lake on uh, X or, uh, or Twitter, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, while the former president had no uh, authority to issue lockdowns, officials uh, under the administration came out came up with national guidelines in 2020 when the virus first arrived on U.S. soil in a bid to deal with the COVID-19. Uh, COVID Later in 2020, uh, President Trump declared that he opposed lockdowns and mandates, saying that lockdowns are killing the country, uh, countries all over the world and called it on the Democratic governors to open up the states. Just a reminder... We will not comply ever again. Screw your face diapers. Hashtag masks wrote Fox News Tom Loren on X. <laughs> That's fucking great. Screw your face diapers. And it's going to go on. So if you want to read that one, it's on Epic Times. It's basically saying how everybody's going to give you, give everybody the big fucking middle finger if they ask, where's your fucking mask? And you know what? Businesses are probably going to be going out of business because people are going to be like, all right, well, I'm just not going to go there. Yeah, they're, they're going to go, oh, we, we, we will, uh, we're going to 
refuse your, you know, you can't come in here and buy your shit. This one's from the Epic Times. Former federal health official pushes back on mask mandates. A former Trump administration official who led the initial, excuse me, federal uh, pandemic response in 2020 said that masks do not need to be mandated now. Oh, really? Dr. Deborah Bricks, former White House COVID-19 response coordinator, told Newsmax Saturday that three years after the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, we don't need need to mandate. Um, She was responding to the increasing numbers of hospitals and business that are mandating masks amid the slight increase, the slight increase in COVID-19 hospital admissions around the United States. We need to actually empower people with the information that they need for themselves and their families because every family is different, she added. And by the way, outside is safe and playgrounds are safe. Finally, somebody comes out and fucking says it. It comes to multiple hospitals in upstate New York announced in August that masks will be mandatory for not only staff, but also patients and visitors. They include the United State, uh, the United Health Services and Binghamton, Auburn Community Hospital in Auburn University, uh, in Auburn University Hospital in Syracuse and Samaritan Health Facilities in Watertown, also located upstate. Um, so... Just uh, just another another person coming out that officially told people to mandate, uh, well, was mandating the mask and told people to get vaccinated, and now they're coming out and saying, "Hey, it's a bunch of bullshit." Yeah. So I'm gonna come back to the COVID shit in a minute. Floor is yours, MJ. Fucking floor is mine. You better have something fucking good. Yeah, of course, I have something good. <laughs> The CDC issues warning to be alert for flesh-eating bacteria. Better watch out. Better, wa- better watch out. Yeah, I'll get into the article once it loads up. Now, another, another thing, they don't, they don't want you to go outside. They don't want you to eat meat, consume dairy. They don't want you to have a vehicle. They don't want you to have clothing. People, what, do you, what are you doing? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they're saying there's a slight increase in, in, in COVID this year. Yes, because COVID's out there. There's a there's always an increase in the flu. But we didn't have to do any of this lockdown shit, any of this mass shit. They said, if you want to get a flu shot, go ahead. If not, oh well. It's the same fucking thing. It's a st- it's just like the flu. That yeah. many people have said it. Um the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recently issued a national health alert warning doctors and healthcare workers to be aware of infections from a flesh-eating bacterium, Vibrio vulnificus, there we go, (laughs) that has been found in multiple states this year. The agency voted that an estimated 80,000 Vibrio bacteria illnesses each year are reported in the United States, including Vibrio parahemolyticus and Vibrio alanoticus. However, the deadliest one appears to be Vibrio villanificus, or whatever the fuck it is, which officials say can sometimes cause death within one or two days. Although the CDC noted that only about 150 to 200 such infections are reported to the federal agency every year. People who are at increased risk for 
The infection should exercise caution when engaging in coastal water activities. See? Now they don't want you to go to the fucking beach because the beach is relaxful. You know, you get go there to relax and hang out and all this other shit. What's pedophile Joe going to do? He's not going to go home home. <laughs> well, we know that, but now he can't go to the beach either. Oh, that, show, that's over here. That's over here. He'll go to fucking show India off or something. show off his fucking pasty, white, decrepit ass. That's disgusting. Although such infections tend to be reported in the Gulf Coast, the CDC noted that infections have been have ri- risen about eightfold between 1988 and 2018 in the eastern United States. Vibrio bacteria generally live in salt water or brackish coastal waters. People can become waters. infected after exposure to the or- organism, such as by eating undercooked or raw shellfish or through an open wound, a cut, or a bite that has been in contact with the infected water or shellfish. And there's more boring shit that goes on about with this, but, um, you know, there's always been flesh-eating bacteria. There's all been, always been all this other shit, but this is, fear, this is fear-mongering right here. I mean, this is it's fucking ridiculous. It's okay when they do it, but not okay when it's done to them. It's fucking stupid. And the FDA came out with that? No, no, the other three-letter, CDC. Okay, well, their buddy, the FDA, this is going back to the COVID shit. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Federal court rules FDA abused its authority with anti-ivermectin messaging in Americans. FDA is not a fucking physician. No way. In a landmark ruling on September 1st, a federal court stated that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, or the FDA, abused its authority under federal law when it advised Americans to stop using the drug ivermectin as a treatment for COVID-19. The Gateway Pundit previously reported that a group of doctors had filed a federal lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, and the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, over agencies' unlawful attempts to block the use of ivermectin in treating COVID-19. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. Southern District of of Texas in Galveston argues that the FDA was overstepped its authority and unjustly uh, interfered with their medical practices. The plaintiffs, uh, doctors Mary Talley uh, Bowden, Paul E. Markin, and Robert L. Apter are um, contesting the FDA's Portrayal of ivermectin as dangerous for human consumption. The note uh, that the FDA has approved ivermectin uh, for human use since 1996 for a variety of diseases, not diesels, um, variety of (laughs) diseases. However, the, uh, they allege that with the, um, with the COVID-19 pandemic, the FDA began releasing documents on social media because discouraging the use of the antiviral drug COVID-19 treatment because they didn't want it to come out that they already had a drug that would take care of this because they wouldn't make any money, okay? So if you want to check that one out, it's a little more lengthy, you can go over to the Gateway Pundit and search anti-ivermectin message that the FDA was putting out and how the fucking federal court told them they can go get fucked. Okay. This next one is from vigilant news. Okay. This, this one's been growing on uh, X 
It's uh, getting some backlash. Viral RFK Jr. video gets deleted by X. What? Here's what they didn't want you to see. Okay. Freedom of speech, not reach. It's uh, is taking effect more, more than ever on X. Regresses to its 1.0 days. Ever since Elon Musk hired CEO Linda, whatever the fuck her last name is, who's tied to the WEF, um, who has close, uh, it already says that in the article. But since she took it over, it's uh, been going down. People have been getting shit deleted all, all over the place. So basically, uh, Robert F. Kennedy um, put out a video, okay? The video clip was breaking down the Pfizer clinical trials, and he was on a podcast with Brian Rose. And he exposed, according to Pfizer's own data, was that people were receiving Pfizer's COVID vaccine and showed 23.5% greater likelihood of dying than uh, the ones who took the placebo for six months. Mm. Um, it also went on to, uh, to say in the Pfizer clinical trials, they gave 22,000 people two COVID injections and 22,000 people fake COVID injections of a total of 44,000. One person died of COVID in the vaccine group and two people died of COVID in the placebo group. So Pfizer, with misleading measure of relative risk reduction, called their uh, vaccine 100% effective because two is 100% greater than one. But from the angle of absolute risk, it took 22,000 vaccines to save just one life from COVID. And over a six-month period, 21 of the vaccinated people died of all causes, whereas 17 people of the placebo group, which is a 23.5% difference. So if you, uh, if you go and check this out, which it's on the link for um, uh, Vigilant uh, News, the video goes into it, and he's basically saying, like, for every one death. I mean, for every one person you're saving with the vaccine, you're killing, um, four to five people from some type of heart condition and they don't want that getting out. So this video has been deleted. Um, you can go check it out at vigilant news. Uh, RFK goes into a lot more details and then you had some moron after I posted about this on social media, I'd be like, Oh, this was fact checked. This is completely wrong. Um, RFK likes to fabricate his uh, his numbers, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you went to a leftist fact checker, and that's what you're going to believe. Yeah. Congratulations. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> this next one's from the uh, Epic Times. FDA, CDC, high data on spike in COVID cases amongst the vaccinated documents say, Oh, Really? COVID-19 cases among vaccinated seniors soared in 2021, according to newly disclosed data that was acquired by the U.S. health agencies, but wasn't presented to the public. Um, A cloud service was contracted by the U.S. military to analyze vaccine data. The company performed a fresh analyst as authorities considered in 2021 whether COVID-19 vaccine boosters were necessary amid the study's finding warning vaccine effectiveness. 
the researchers found that the that the proportion of total COVID-19 cases among seniors was increasingly compromised of vaccinated people according to the newly disclosed documents for a week ending on July 31st, 2021, post-vaccination COVID-19 cases represented 73% of the cases among people 65 and older. The company found that elderly were 80% fully vaccinated at the time. Breakthrough infection rates were higher among those who were vaccinated earlier and researchers found. The estimated, they estimated that the rates were twice as high in those who had been vaccinated five or six months prior when compared to the people vaccinated three or four months higher. The breakthrough cases started in January 2021, according to the data. Protection against hospitalization was also fading, researchers discovered. In the, in the week ending uh, July 31st, 2021, 63% of COVID-19 hospitalizations in seniors were among the fully vaccinated, according to the documents. The same pattern of weaker protection among people who were vaccinated earlier the month. So you can go on and read this one. All I'm getting from this is if you're vaccinated, you're more likely to contract COVID and end up in the hospital, not if you're unvaccinated. Yep. This next one's from Epic Health. CDC says new COVID-19 variant could cause infections in vaccinated people. Oh, now now they want to say, now they want to come out and say, because in this last article, it said, yeah, the vaccinated are ending up in the hospital. Okay, so you can go check that one out at Epic Health. I'm not going to get into that. We kind of already went through that with the seniors um, and elderly people. Um, This one's from Epic Health as well. This next one, Atlanta College confirms temporary COVID mask mandate has ended. Great. Sounds to me like everybody in Atlanta at the Morris Brown College, described as a historically black liberal arts college, told the college president, Kevin James, to go fuck himself. But if you want to read more about that, you can find that on Epic Health. Probably find it anywhere else now. But, MJ, the floor is yours again. I got three more on COVID just so you listeners know we're not done. <laughs> we're not done with you yet. No, we're not. But so my, MJ, MJ, MJ is like, just, just stop with the COVID shit. I know, <laughs> but they need to hear we, it we because it's it. not, it's not on the news. Yeah. So that's why we're here. Um, my next one's from Breibart over 40 shot during Labor Day weekend in mayor Brandon Johnson's Chicago. Now I haven't seen an article. Have you seen an article of Biden visiting there of a massacre of 40, 40 people? Well, I, I don't think it's, I think what they're trying to say is it's not 40 people all in one thing. It's over the whole weekend because that like the numbers are like on Friday nights. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. It, yeah. But still 40 people died. I mean, what the fuck? He should go. Why, why don't you want to go to Chicago, Mr. President? Come on. Over 40 people. That's not home home. Well, just tell him it's home home. He'll believe you. His his handlers will just be like, this is where you live. Like, oh, this is great. (laughs) I didn't didn't know I had a house in Chicago. Yeah, you bought it in 1974, Mr. President. Oh, wow. (laughs) Over 40 people were shot, nine of them fatally, during Labor Day weekend in Mayor Brandon Johnson's Chicago. 
Breitbart News noted that at least 15 people were shot Friday, like you said, into Saturday night in Chicago, and four of the shooting victims succumbed to their wounds. On Tuesday morning, the Chicago Times reported the number of shooting victims had risen to over 40 people with five more shooting fatalities. One of the additional shooting shooting fatalities was 23-year-old who dropped off of, off at a firehouse with a gun with gunshots around 10 p.m. Monday. He was transported to a hospital where he died. Another fatal shooting resulted a 15-year-old being taken to South Shore Hospital around 7:40 Monday. He was pronounced dead upon arrival. Just over two hours earlier, another 15-year-old shot multiple times while in the 2900 block of West Walnut Street. He has taken. He was taken to a hospital where he died. Also, a 27-year-old man was shot bat and badly wounded while in a room at the YMCA at 3,333 North Marshfield Ave. He died on Sunday. The fifth additional f- fatal shooting ca- occurred Friday about 6.15 p.m. when 26-year-old Daquan Rice was shot and killed while in the 3,800 block of South Wentworth Avenue. Well, it sounds to me... Like you should stay out of the fucking 3,000 block of that whole fucking area. You should just stay out of Chicago. Well, yeah, but, you know, people don't want to move. I don't know why. Oh, well, that was a great article, and that it just ends there. <laughs> okay, we'll bring you back into COVID. This one's from Fox News. Vance to introduce measure preventing federal officials from imposing mask mandates in schools and airplanes. Democrats say they're not going to bring back mask mask mandates. We're going to hold them to their words. Senator J.D. Vance tells Fox Digital. Exclusive Ohio Republican Senator J.D. Vance will introduce legislation Tuesday to crack down on the ability by the federal government or commercial airlines to force Americans into wearing face masks amid the string of new coronavirus variants. Titled the Freedom to Breathe Act. (laughs) Okay. The legislation, if passed and signed into law, would prevent pedophile Biden and federal agencies from implementing face mask requirements to public transit passengers or students in schools until December 31st, 2024. Oh. Additionally, Vance's office said the measure would prevent federal spending and being used to propose face mask requirements to force Americans to wear face coverings. Um, previewing the measure, Vance's office said the bill would uh, prohibit any uh, federal official, uh, including the president, from issuing an order requiring individuals to wear a mask or other face covering on any passenger flight in the U.S. national airspace, on public transit or in school, primary, secondary, or colleges, block commercial air carriers, public transit authorities, and all educational institutions from refusing the service to anyone that declines to wear a mask or face covering, prevent the Secretary of Health and Human Services from requiring a plane or train passengers and students to wear a mask, or face covering in response to a public health emergency. It would restrict federal spending to propose, establish, implement, uh, implement, or enforce a mask requirement on airline or public transit uh, passengers and students. It would require all agencies issue new um, revised guidance in within 90 days to enact the implement and a law. <sighs> 
shit with the masks. So that that's uh, JD Vance is just making sure that they can't do it while um, the pedophile is still in office because the bill would go be expunged on his last day. So next one is from Epic Times. Arkansas's governor latest to vow state will not impose restrictions for COVID outbreaks. Republican Arkansas, uh, Republican Arkansas governor uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has vowed that her state will not participate in another round of federal COVID restrictions if imposed. So if you want to read about that, which is great news, you can go over to Epic Times and check that out. And then my last one to wrap it up for this COVID nonsense comes from Newsmax. Huntington Beach says no to mask vax mandates. The Huntington Beach, California City Council on Wednesday voted 4-3 to three to ban COVID-19 mask and vaccine mandates amid mounting pressure to return to pandemic policies. So now you have a town in California saying, fuck you. Good. Yeah, and that's what we need. We need more cities and towns doing that. So, next one's from the conservative brief. Feds aware of more than $1 billion in fucking ads. Feds aware of more than $1 billion in human trafficking payments after Epstein died. Four years after the suspicious in-jail death of convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, there are still more questions than answers about his life what authorities knew about and when, and most importantly, who his clients were. Um, maybe, maybe the local police didn't know anything about it or the low-level police like that, FBI, all the three-letter agencies, they all fucking knew about it. They were involved in it. So everybody fucking know, knew about it. Now a new piece of the puzzle has been revealed, but yet again, but again, it too raises more questions. According to CNBC, federal authorities were aware of more than $1 billion in human trafficking transactions at the time of Epstein's reported suicide inside the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York City. Recent court disclosures dating back 16 years show. Mimi Liu, an attorney for an attorney representing the U.S. Virgin Islands, made the shocking revelation during a court appearance on Thursday in Manhattan that Ola reported. During testimony, she claimed that J.P. Morgan Chase, the largest of all, of all U.S. banks, notified the Department of the Treasury about the transactions after Epstein died, which adds more intrigue and complexity to a legal battle that was already heated. Ed Epstein's entire businesses, business with J.P. Morgan and J.P. Morgan's entire business with Epstein was human, tra human trafficking, she claimed outright, according to the outlet. What, that's, that's pretty cool. That she's, she stood up there and was just like, yeah, this is what it is. J.P. Morgan was a full-service bank for Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking, Lou argued during the hearing. The only reason that J.P. Morgan, after 16 years, reported that $1 billion in suspicious transactions was because he was arrested and then he was dead, she noted further. This was a CYA cover-your-ass reporting after 16 years of all the money, uh, monies, monies, flowing in the J.P. Morgan account after, she, after he was dead. The Virgin Islands have alleged that the, the, the bank persisted in conducting business with Epstein for years, despite multiple internal red flags and 
his 2008 guilty plea to a sex crime in Florida. By 2006, the bank thus had reams of financial information related to Jeffrey Epstein that corroborated his sex crimes involving children, she argued. Epstein reportedly hung himself in jail, which he didn't, and on August 10, 2019, about a month after the financier was arrested on federal charges of sex tra- child sex trafficking. Besides owning a residence in Manhattan, he o- also owned a private island where he was accused of sexually abusing young women and minors. And I firmly believe that he did not hang himself. He did not kill himself. Um, he was way too well-connected and had dirt on way too many fucking people. So he just staged his death, and then they fucking sent him off to another island somewhere or some other country or whatever. But that'll do it for that article. Okay, this is going to be my last one. Um, and I'll just rip through the little section real quick. I still got uh, a long list of articles I was hoping to get to, but... Me and MJ only have a limited amount of time. I can imagine you still got a lengthy list yep. of articles. Yeah, I still, I still got. And good. we're trying our hardest to get all the information we're finding to you listeners. So, um, like, like this is this is the third or fourth week in a row where we're fucking trying to come up with new and creative ways to get as many articles out to you because it is ridiculous. It is. But this one is the Epic Times massive nationwide test of U.S. emergency alert system coming soon. In about a month, a massive uh, nationwide test of emergency alert uh, system will be carried out by Federal Emergency Management Agency and Federal Communications Commission. The test, according to the agencies, will be sent out to every television, radio, and cell phone in the United States on Wednesday, October 4th at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time. What it means is across the United States, television shows or commercials will be interrupted, radio program will be stopped, and phones will receive an alert in the message. So I just want to bring that to everybody's attention because why are they doing that? Well, maybe it's because Russia, um, that you can go check out this article from Newsweek that says Russia state TV warns U.S. Uh, nuclear strike will happen and it's in the crosshairs. And basically that's saying if uh, fucking anything uh, really pans out, um, you know, with Ukraine and um, Russia, you know, Russia is going to get the United States involved. Then you then you could probably go, if you don't believe that one, you can go check out CB, uh, CBS News, UN Nuclear Agency um, reports with regret, no progress in monitoring Iran's growing enrichment program. We're in World War III, people. Newsmax, you can check this one out. North Korea's Kim set for uh, Kim set for arms talks with Putin in Russia. Or it could be South China. You can check this one out. The South China Morning Post. U.S. Navy group heading to Yellow Sea in biggest show of strength near East China in 10 years. Why? Why do we need a safety alert? or an uh, announcement on our phones and TVs and radios. They're getting prepared for something, people. Uh, you could check out Fox News' U.S. equipment abandoned in Afghanistan, now being used by uh, militias in other countries, Pakistani Prime Minister says. Or you could check out this article, U.S. launches unarmed ICBM to test nuclear capabilities amid tensions with North Korea. They're getting ready for something. There is something bigger coming down the pipeline, whether it's with the COVID shit. They're trying to keep everybody distracted with the with World War III. The world is ready to fucking 
explode people. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's going to wrap it up. We wish we could get more of these articles to you. Like the one about Liberty safe giving the fucking, uh, um, combination to, uh, the FBI. So they could take the J six protesters firearms. So if you do have Liberty safe, I would probably get rid of that because they are in cahoots with the FBI. Um, but if so, just I just there's one yeah. really important article that I, I didn't get to. Okay, um, billionaire. This is from the Epic Times. Billionaires buying large swaths of land near Travis Air Force Base unveil plans for a new city. Twenty thirty agenda. Yeah. So twenty thirty agenda. Fucking I, I, look I into brought, that. I brought it up and almost had an aneurysm, but yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> if it's our first time. Uh, watching or listening. Well, you can't really watch this one, but you missed, you missed a good one. If we did record it, um, you can give us a, a like, a follow, subscribe to the show. We're noticing we're getting some carryover. We appreciate you listeners in Texas, uh, th- that are new Pennsylvania that are new Iowa that are new and Missouri that are new. We, we see that. Um, and, a big thanks to the ones that are already listening out of New Jersey, Virginia, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. We appreciate you. Keep spreading the word. It's getting out there. And, you know, we want to thank our Guatemalan and Canadian listeners because we do have listeners outside this country and they are showing up a lot too. So we appreciate that and get the word out there. Exactly. And you can also follow us on Instagram at checkers underscore and underscore MJ. MJ is apparently going to be getting some reels out there. We need, we do need to start getting a little more active on there, even though we're going to get fucking canceled at, we are on X at checkers underscore and uh, underscore MJ threads is at checkers underscore and MJ truth is at the underscore realist underscore uncensored. Uh, YouTube is Fuck YouTube. We don't post anything on there. Might as well delete it. Um, and Rumble, the realist, uh, we're at the realist uncensored. That's where all our videos are getting posted. You can email us at the realist uncensored at gmail.com with show ideas, uh, articles, anything. We, we, we got, we got, uh, we got reached out to by Canadian listeners that want to hear more Canadian articles. Well, and all I hear about that is they want to hear our opinion on what's going on in Canada. Right. Yeah. So we, we're, we're doing something right. Um, episodes will be dropping weekly on Wednesday and Friday. So be on the lookout for those. Be on the lookout for some message Mondays coming. And I don't know we might have to start doing another show coming up. If uh, you Canadians really start fucking listening. Yeah, exactly. That'd be fun. Yeah. Great. Have a good week, people. (laughs) Try. Try and good luck. Yeah. We'll see you on Wednesday. (laughs) 